This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Pop Tournaments podcast. It's the end of the year, and we know it. We got to make sure and get that in there so that they don't uh, hit us with uh, copyright infringement. So did that successfully. Falls under Uh, parody law. (laughs) It certainly does. Hope everybody is doing well. I, I like that triple hello. I've done that a few times. That might that might be my new thing. We'll we'll start every episode. It'll become so popular they'll call me Triple H. They'll <laughs> <laughs> forget that other guy. Uh, it is December twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Um, we are coming to you once again. Hope everybody is doing well. We've got with us Jennifer Schmidt. Hi, friends. She's back from space. And I am. Uh, yep. Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? Oh, man. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, you know, we celebrate a lot of different holidays, but I think the one that we most commonly amongst the three of us uh, and most recently celebrate is Christmas. I hope everybody had a nice Christmas. Ryan, how did uh, how did that go for you? Uh, it was all right. I. Uh... You know, it's it was a shell of its normal self. Of course. Um, so, you know, it was fine. Um, a little depressing. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, here's to a better one next year. But uh, indeed, I was I was thinking about both you guys on Christmas because I was uh, home by myself also. So, Jen, uh, I know you uh, got out to the wonderful we state did, of Col- yep. Colorado. We tested and then loaded up the car and drove all the way to Colorado. So spent, you know, 15 hours in the car with a seven-year-old, nice. um, <laughs> which fun. went fine. And my husband, Steve, was there, too. And yep, hey, so we're Steve. kind of quarantining with my parents for a little while. <laughs> That's not bad. That's, you know, mm-hmm. family is important. You know, well, Indeed. I know it was definitely a, a different Christmas this year. It feels like, uh, you know, many lifetimes ago that we had a normal Christmas. Mm-hmm. I always think that's weird measuring things in lifetimes. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> How long? It's different for everybody. What what is a hundred lifetimes? Uh, my Christmas was okay though. Uh, my wonderful, awesome girlfriend Kaylee got me this cool uh, Dunder Mifflin it's hat. It's fantastic, yeah. And nice. uh, and and replaced a, a former gift that she finally found again: the Joe Bluth pint glass. <laughs> nice. Oh, she is the absolute best. But uh, it was a different different type of christmas this year so hopefully uh next year we get back to normal but otherwise 
did everybody have a good weekend ryan yeah uh it was really nice we watched some movies so many um watched some television i've been watching so much ink master lately that's like been my new uh <laughs> like background reality show that i've just been binging mm-hmm. and it's been really filling that that void for me <laughs> um but we watched soul last night mm-hmm. um, that was enjoyable um god what else oh i watched the new bg's documentary on hbo go that was uh really good i actually enjoyed that a lot and then I proceeded to watch Saturday Night Fever, which I had never seen before. It's a nice little mm-hmm. doubleheader, although that movie has not aged well. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, and um, I watched, uh, we watched Wonder Woman 84, mm-hmm. which I, um, I bet all of was, us did. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, I thought it was. It wasn't as bad as some people, I think, are saying. I, I didn't have a problem with it, other than the fact that it's called Wonder Woman 84. And, like, it seems like they tried to make it, like, an 80s movie for about 20 minutes. And then they were like, <laughs> uh, we don't have the budget for this. Or let's spend our budget elsewhere. Yeah. We don't need to make this Stranger Things. So It, it was different. Mm-hmm. I, and I I feel like you you kind of hit the nail on the head there. A lot of people are over crapping on it and um secret shout out you know who you are if you're listening a lot of people are over loving it i think um (laughs) (laughs) there's again it's a it's a decent movie we watched it it was it was nice to see a movie uh or have the opportunity to see a movie for the first time at the same time as everybody else we i'm Mm -hmm. glad i'm glad none of you went to a theater to watch it um but you know it's that was the one thing that was nice and unique about that. Um, I thought I, I really liked Pedro Pascal and Kristen Wiig in it. I thought they both were kind of the the glue that kind of kept kept it together, and mm-hmm. they kind of uh, you know I thought the the movie would have been really boring without them because all the Chris Pine stuff was like a waste of time i thought i thought all of that could have just been cut i can't believe it was two and a half hours long matt you can't cut down but... pines that's deep <laughs> <laughs> that, that, he's a I fraser mean, that's what Fur, we do baby. every december isn't it we cut that, down pine that, that's how that's how he uh that's how he gets so much screen time he just refuses deforestation so yeah <laughs> uh any any other highlights from the weekend no, I, I did uh, one, one shout out I want to give to uh, Judy Barrett, my mother. She, she, um, <laughs> she got me a, uh, a new sweater that is pop culture related that is very, very cool. It's the, the pattern on it is the carpet from The Shining. Nice. But it's oh, like wow. a thick, like wool sweater, but with the carpet from The Shining as like the pattern repeating over the whole thing. Um, and then we we did our like friends. Uh, I don't I don't know what you call a Christmas party. It's not like a friends giving kind of thing, but for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's um, not friends themed. It, it's not friends themed. <laughs> it no. should be. They have great Christmas yeah. episodes. Yeah. Um, but we did that last night, just like a Zoom party, and we all did Secret Santas and like dropped off our presents on each other's doorsteps mm-hmm. and stuff. 
and uh, my friend Andrew got me a new ring light for oh video podcasting awesome. purposes. <laughs> so I'm using that right now too. So that's why I'm in HD. Nice. And I don't know. Uh, this is the you you folks here, uh, Jake, Jen, and the Pop Tournaments mm-hmm. listening people. You're only the second people I've told this to, but I've decided my New Year's resolution is going to be 1080p. <laughs> nice. Thought we were saving those, but that is a very <laughs> very wonderful. New Year's resolution. Um, Jen, <laughs> you went to you went to space. You went to Colorado. Yep. How how was the rest of the weekend? Good. News, um, we actually, the husband and I actually had a date night, which you know didn't really happen the rest of this year. I've rarely been more than like ten feet away from my son. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but we're with the grandparents. So you know, it was quite chilly because. Colorado was cold and we were spending the whole time outside, but we had some like nice food outside at a restaurant and then went over to a bar and had some nice cocktails outside. So it was chilly, but it was fun and it was nice. And yeah, haven't, Oh, we did watch, um, have watched almost all Mandalorian. I was saving that so we could just watch it in Mm -hmm. a big chunk. We all took turns who got to cuddle with the baby Yoda stuffed animal that I had gotten for my brother for Christmas. So we it's took like a turns 4D with that. experience. Yep, exactly. So snuggling under like blankets my mom had made for us. So we uh, watched almost all. We have two episodes left of that to finish up. Nice. But, nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, two episodes left. You got uh, you got some fun stuff coming up for you in the Mandalorian. So I, think, I know yeah, I've heard that the end is amazing. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be uh, very, very interested there. And, <laughs> you know, if the, if this sounds a little weird, we had a couple of little technical difficulties there. Not a big deal. It happens. I think uh, it's something that we can all deal with, uh, you know, real quick. I, I left it off my grievances last week. There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of professional podcasters out there that have really lost their sound quality doing these at home episodes and, and don't get me wrong. You know, the, these guys, I, they have my respect. They have huge audiences, but come on, man, if we can make it sound good, why can't you guys make it sound good? <laughs> Not calling out anybody specifically, Ryan's making a face. <laughs> no, nobody you listen to and, and granted we don't sound perfect, but uh, oh man, there's some, there's some, bad uh, Wi-Fi connections and bad Zoom connections out there for some (laughs) of that audio, but uh, I I digress. Uh, My uh, girlfriend and I actually watched a ton of movies this past weekend. It was kind of a big movie weekend. Um, uh, Before before I get to all of those movies, uh, I want to mention quick, our sponsor this week is uh, Army Hammer Spanish Baking Soda. (laughs) it's a thinker it's a thinker but we are very very glad to have them as a sponsor or him i don't know if it's them or him but uh i just want to say real quick army hammer is uh my hall pass (laughs) Uh, there's nothing wrong with that he's a handsome guy yeah jesus christ 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to like have a conversation with him, but yeah. if there's a no talking rule, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I, I, a bummer for you guys. Actually, I'm Army Hammer's hall pass. So <laughs> it's kind of he's a, a big fan of the show. <laughs> kind of a weird thing we got going here. I don't know. Weird dynamic. But uh, yeah, we watched uh, my wonderful girlfriend, uh, Kaylee. And I watched so, so many movies this week. The aforementioned uh, WW84. Uh, before that, we but uh, we had to watch the first one uh, before that, even though we had already seen it. So Christmas Day involved a good five hours <laughs> of Miss Gail Gadot. And, mm-hmm. you know, as wonderful she, as she is, as wonderful as all of you out there are, I don't think I can take five hours of any of you. So, uh, but it was still, it was fun. Uh, got a little tired by the end of that one. Uh, we cranked through, uh, season two of his dark materials. Mm, We, we cranked through the entire, uh, back to the future trilogy. (laughs) Uh, the horrible bosses duplicity. Mm -hmm. I mean, just everything, everything. So there was a lot of Chris Pine with that horrible bosses too. <laughs> I just in want there. to say real quick, oh, talking yeah. about Gal Gadot. I, I was uh, not. Becky and I were saying during watching <laughs> Wonder Woman eighty four, like so, if it were like just a if it were a little yeah. bit more realistic, there would definitely be moments where people on the street would just be like, "Hold on one second here, are you real? Like you are the hottest person yeah. in the history of the world." Like. This has to be a dream, right? Like the fact that people on the street just go, oh, hey, you know, or guys just don't fucking like faint upon seeing her is I thought, unrealistic. I thought you were pausing so that you could tell us your new Twitter handle was going to be Gail Gapoint. Ah. Another no. thinker. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it really is. <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think it means. Uh, well, it has been uh, an interesting year. We are wrapping up the year here. Um, and as everybody, you know what? Everybody started a podcast this year. Everybody yeah. on every podcast does their end of the year wrap up. So we might as well too, right? Yeah. We're uh, going to be like the cool kids. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I think, instead of going one person at a time, let's go one category at a time. We kind of just thought, you know, since we are a pop culture uh, uh, based, uh, you know, entity, we divided into four subjects, movies, music, TV, and other, uh, which I think is a great um, way to put it. Cause we, it, it, and this is all very broad for whatever y'all y- want to talk about, but um, Ryan, why don't you uh, deliver us your year in movies? Uh, the one thing you really want to talk about? Sure. So, um, you know, my the, I still have a lot left to see. I'll say that first off. Um, you know, it's it's now that everybody's kind of releasing their um, mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. of lists. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, shit! Yeah. I have a lot of blind spots this year. I thought I was being pretty good throughout the year, like keeping up on. Some of these movies that were getting hyped and like real quick, festival movies. Real and quick, stuff. I don't mean to cut um, you off, but uh, so we should say before we all get into this, um, you know, uh, David Dutusi, or, or due to COVID, we should say this has been a weird year. And I think way back mm-hmm. in March, everybody was 
was worried uh, that this was going to be a huge David Detusi uh, moment where all pop culture almost ceased to exist. And uh, as you were talking, Ryan, there, you made a great point. There's a lot out there. This was, this turned out again, the, you know, entertainment wise, at least this year, it turned out a lot better than we expected mm-hmm. it to be. So, um, you know, at the, just, just before, so we're not constantly repeating that. I apologize. Let's hear about your movies. <laughs> so, you know, I think, um, if I had to pick a favorite of, of all the movies I've seen this year, I think it would be Shithouse. And, you know, I, I've already mm-hmm. talked about it on this podcast, so I, I won't go too much into it um, other than to say, you know, it's if you didn't hear that episode, it's basically about a, a young person in college who's having a really tough time and just like not finding his footing and... Um, trying to navigate being homesick and, um, you know, falling in love and just being like in a really vulnerable state as like a 19 year old person. Um, that movie just was like, uh, swept me off my feet and I did not have that kind of experience I don't think with any other movie this year. Um, it definitely is. It's the kind of filmmaking that's not, um, you know, grandiose or like super artsy. It's very just like minimal and, you know, kind of mumblecore. Um, but it, it just knocked me out and I haven't forgotten it. That was my favorite movie experience, like movie watching experience of the year. Um, the, the others though, that I'll mention that I would say are like in my top group right now would Mm be, um, Mank, um, the new David Fincher film, um, host, which I've talked about on this show, um, Mm -hmm. you know, back, back a while ago, Mm -hmm. um, that's still streaming on shutter. The, uh, Mm -hmm. that's the zoom, the zoom horror movie, mm-hmm. um, Kajillionaire, which has really like stuck with me and mm-hmm. kind of grown Love in my estimation happens. since watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Miranda, the Miranda July film. Um, and lastly, American Utopia, the David Byrne concert film, um, which is like the most I've smiled probably, all year was just like watching that and being like, I it's, it's hypnotic. I mean, the choreography is just insane and like the music is so good. And yeah, um, uh, I will be talking mm-hmm. about I, this more. I, so I was going to say, I'll just leave it at that. It's going to be your Wendy's four the, for four. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's the EGOT special. Uh, Jen, uh, how are you feeling about movies for 2020? Um, well, I haven't watched a ton. I'm a huge movie fan, but I love seeing movies in the theater mm-hmm. and have trouble like sitting and focusing and not doing a million other things when I'm at my house. Same. And so I've kind of been, I haven't seen a ton. There's been so much great TV Mm-hmm. And so I, I much prefer that. I like the long form storytelling of really getting in and spending like eight to 
you know, 15 hours with the characters. Okay. But so four movies, I'd have to say my favorite one, which the one that where I enjoyed the experience the most and have gone back to it multiple times is the only 2020 movie release. I think that I saw in the theater, which was birds of prey. Okay. Um, which I, it was the last movie I saw in the theater. It was kind of the only one. Yeah. It came out in 2020. I was doing all the Oscar nominated ones for um you know january and february watching all those so Mm -hmm. uh, so my only 2020 movie i loved birds of prey i just thought it was so much more fresh than all of the superhero movies that i've been seeing lately like i love the mcu but you know Mm -hmm. they've kind of gotten to where they're mostly the same and i enjoy that but birds of prey was different and it was fun and I'm so bummed that it didn't like do well enough, at least right now, for a sequel because they were definitely setting it up for a mm-hmm. sequel because not just Harley Quinn, all the other characters were fantastic too. It reminded me how much I love Rosie Perez and she shows up in one of my honorable mentions for TV and this year as well. I think I think but, hof- yeah. hopefully, like you said, I, th- I think hopefully they'll get back to it because I'm, I'm hoping that 2020 has taught a lot of these uh, movie makers and movie studios that you don't need to stick to a for there, there's a lot of different things yeah. that worked this year there's a lot of movies that came out mm-hmm. this year that had been sitting on shelves because they apparently weren't good enough and they mm-hmm. were they were fantastic not because we were locked up and looking because trust me there was plenty of stuff i I hate people (laughs) when people say there wasn't there was plenty of stuff to watch so you know Mm -hmm. i i think you know right now yeah you're right but i think you know maybe somebody will pick that up uh within the next year or two hopefully fingers crossed and i hope so and it it definitely was a year of christmas movies for you you did you like this year's Mm -hmm. batch was this a good batch of christmas movies this year compared to other years yeah, I think so. I mean, I uh, one of my movie honorable mentions is definitely Jingle Jangle um, from Netflix. was a fantastic movie and another movie that was different than anything I had seen mm-hmm. before. Um, so that one was really fun and would have been great in a theater. I don't know if that was scheduled for a release for a theater or not, but yeah would have been excellent in a theater as well. Um, and then a couple more honorable mentions. Uh, my husband, Steve, and I really enjoyed Class Action Park. It's the documentary uh, about the amusement park mm-hmm. in New Jersey. That's... And um, yep, super uh... yeah, interesting and fast moving and just like put together really well. I and, really... Um... That's been on my list. We haven't had it. We haven't watched it yet, but I've wanted to see that. That sounds good. It's ending up on a lot, it's of, really good. lot of uh, mm-hmm. end of year best of lists. Um, yeah, I'll be I'll be fairly quick with my movies. Um, the ones that really stuck out. To, I mean, I, I loved a lot of new movies. The ones that really stuck out to me and I'm not putting any other ones down. Uh, I already talked about Uncle Frank. Um, just mm-hmm. really, really great acting performances. I really want to see that. that. Um, and, and then also, again, both of these movies are kind of, you know, strange storytelling but in completely different ways uh i actually really enjoyed uh i'm thinking of ending things uh, mm. very very weird um and uh, a lot of different ways you can look at that that movie um but one thing that really stood out to me or you know just one of my big favorite things that i want to talk about for just a quick 30 seconds um and either of you feel free to chime in here but uh, andy sandberg's acting performance in palm springs was just it's so nice so one of one of my personal favorite movies 
is um, uh, Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love. And I think mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing something really similar here with, with Andy Sandberg, which it wasn't necessarily a, a dramatic performance, but damn, it was, it was really good. It was just, mm-hmm. it was a great performance. It was a great him. movie. It was a really fun movie. I'm not going to say it's, it would maybe crack my top 10 of the year. You know, it's probably in, in the running, mm-hmm. um, but I just, I, I really loved seeing And don't get me wrong. I love his just completely sticky comedic performances but really really enjoyed that um but yeah i won't belabor that point unless uh ryan you have anything to add jen i don't i don't disagree with any of that i think uh palm springs is definitely like in or around my top 10 or 15 Mm -hmm. for sure um Mm -hmm. i think it's great that was also like that was one of the first like really fun good movies uh in quarantine Uh Mm -hmm. where everybody was kind of talking about it and it was like holy shit, there's a good movie out and we can watch it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and Andy Samberg was great. I thought that that was just a really good movie. And I do agree. It. Uh, I think that was an apt comparison because I think especially when Punch Drunk Love came out, people didn't give Adam Sandler like any acting credit really because they were still kind of like, oh, but he's like, uh, he's a comedic actor this is just like they're just kind of playing to his strengths in this role. And I think now that Adam Sandler's had, you know, some other examples of mm-hmm. like dramatic acting, people can kind of look back in hindsight and say like, oh, that was a great movie and a great performance. Yeah. But at the time, it was kind of just like, you know, pushed aside and didn't really get the love it deserved. And it was definitely a weird movie. Don't get me wrong at the time. For sure. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, let, let's uh, not, I, I, I don't want to take up too much time uh, now in, in music. It was it was, again, a big year, uh, a lot of new releases. Um, I don't, you know, Taylor Swift released two albums, but what do you got for music, Ryan? Well, unfortunately, this year I did. I, I listened to a lot of music, but a lot of it was like discovering old music. Nothing and, wrong with that. Um, Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I listened to a lot of Yacht Rock. That was probably that like my thing. most listened to <laughs> genre this year, which has been for years now. But this year I really dove deeper into like, you know, <laughs> what is Yacht Rock, the definitions of Yacht Rock and like um, just got into like, yeah, that whole thing. And speaking of Yacht Rock, one of my favorite musical moments of the year was earlier in quarantine when people were doing like fun quarantine things mm-hmm. on video. Uh, Toto did a remote performance of Africa nice. where like each of the members were in their own house um, playing their part. And then they like put, you know, sank it all together. And that was, I probably watched that video 10 times in the first like day I saw it. It was just, I love Steve Lukather, their guitar player. Um, But it was just really, really cool to watch. Um, You see other podcasts that that internet quality is possible. (laughs) You can, you can get that. (laughs) Sorry. But, you know, I, I think that is a cheat. The, the, um, the, the album that I listened to the most this year by far of like, New music was definitely the new Run the Jewels. Same. Um, I think especially that mm-hmm. coming out like 
right on the heels of the uprising um, Mm -hmm. was just like so like amazingly timed where everybody needed that record when it came Mm -hmm. out and it was just like it it was really perfect Um, the other thing that I'll mention um, before I go into my favorite music of the year is um, the Fiona Apple album uh, Fetch the Bolt Cutters Mm -hmm. which is more I'm kind of mentioning that as a uh, you know, it, it's Fiona Apple's my wife's favorite artist, mm-hmm. and she, uh, you know, completely worships her, and she played that album to death this year, mm-hmm. and so I kind of heard it through her, like, I'd get in the car, and she'd be playing it, and it's pretty incredible, like, it, you know, they're just some really, really cool, new, uh, original styles on there and you know she is always kind of upping her game with every new album but my favorite music of the year is american utopia like that's that's uh you know and it kind of is a it came in late but uh i've just been listening to that to death and it's like it's so cool for me too as like somebody who has been a talking heads fan for like a 20 years now i mean you know i grew up liking talking heads fine in the 80s but i really got into talking heads like when i became an adult like when i was like 19 or 20 um and i've been loving i mean they've been one of my like one two three favorite bands um for my whole adult life and all of a sudden for david byrne to come out with this concert film and me watch it having no idea what the set list is assuming that it's going to be like three, four talking head songs and getting like maybe a third talking head songs or a quarter talking head songs. Almost all of it was new to me. Um, you know, it's mostly like David Byrne solo mm-hmm. stuff. There's one of the songs that he did with St. Vincent. Um, there's a bunch of new stuff that he did with the band who's performing, uh, the, no. the show when, um but it's just oh when you when you listen to it do you do you also listen to it with his um discussion in between songs no no it's <laughs> it's I, I i listen to it on spotify and that that's I all cut you. out uh, um that's some of the best stuff oh and the and and he does a janelle monet cover which is really cool and he addresses before i don't know if you guys have seen it but he addresses mm-hmm. before like Mm-mm. the the cultural appropriationness of it and he says that he was so like captivated by the song that he talked to Janelle Monet and asked her if like it would be appropriate for him to cover it. And she was mm-hmm. like, "This song's for everybody. You should absolutely cover this song." So like, yeah, it's That's just a good message. Just get permission. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. yeah. Just ask. Get c- consent mm-hmm. across the board. Yep. Um, get consent. But it's. Easy. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. So Run the Jewels was the thing I listened to the most this year. American Utopia, I'd say, is probably my favorite. Jen, you're a music person. I am not. <laughs> I'm not a music person. <laughs> so at least not new music. I think the CD that my son and I listened to the most anytime we were in the car was probably um, an old Britney Spears Greatest Hits CD. 2020. So the My Prerogative one. 
Yeah. 2022. <laughs> Pretty is sure about I bought that album in like back. 2004. Okay. But so so that one is what we listen to the most. I haven't. Li- I don't listen to new music. I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Can I say yeah, a favorite no, that's, podcast that, 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 that I listen that to falls this year? Under. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so I yeah just kind of started listening to podcasts and only do it generally when I'm driving or on long walks around the neighborhood, because mm-hmm. that's all I do now. And so I really enjoyed The Dream. It's a podcast. Season one is all about um, MLM. So like, you know, mar- multi-level marketing. Um, some would say scams. Some would say businesses. And really a neat, deep dive into the origin of them, how they've grown so huge and, you know, talking with people who are very unsuccessful in them, talking with people who are more like moderately successful in them and how they kind of fit in with our like American culture right now. Hmm. Um, So yeah, I highly recommend that one. Season two, I also really liked um, was, which was about kind of wellness products and how they're trying to scam money out of us that way. But season one, especially of the dream, is what it's called, hmm. and can't recommend it enough. That's yeah, I, I love that. Sounds great. That was a good. That was a good pivot there. I loved. I loved your podcast pivot. <laughs> yeah, we're always all about like talking up other podcasts here. That's that's totally that's mm-hmm. awesome. And and again, Britney Spears. Twenty twenty was all about like and Britney Spears. It, it was about getting yep. back to what you're familiar with. You know, just just floating, it's comforting. It, floating you know, in the comfort <laughs> yeah. the comfort ether of it all. I love it. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I, it's, it's weird, uh, music. I was, I was all over the board. There were, there were so many good albums out this year. Uh, Ryan, I, I listened to a lot of that, uh, run the jewels album. I really enjoyed perfume genius this year. Um, really nice, uh, album from album from him. Um, I really enjoyed just kind of the whole aura of Megan, the stallion, I think we can all agree with mm-hmm. that. Uh, Ryan, Savage. Savage mm-hmm. was the song of the year, yeah. I think. Yeah. I was you say I was going to say you had uh WAP on on your list. We've talked about it mm-hmm. before on the podcast, but yeah, I, I love the year she had. Um again, going a little different. Oh, and real quick, my just my favorite song was Lockdown. That that was fun. That was a, a good, a good just well, I shouldn't say it was fun. <laughs> That's the wrong way of saying it. <laughs> but, I mean, just a just a great great song. Uh, there um but uh my favorite thing musically was i str- again because of this quarantine um that so many of us uh, are dealing with um i found out that the lead singer of my favorite band or favorite current band dawes is actually married to so his name is taylor goldsmith he's married to mandy moore of all people Mm. And um, they throughout quarantine, they did concerts, not even concerts. I mean, uh, again, we've we've seen mm-hmm. a lot of like virtual concerts and performance, but they would just perform from their house, uh, you know, doing each other songs and harmonizing uh, songs together. Uh, he's a amazing uh, songwriter and has an amazing voice. She's got an amazing voice. And it was just something that was just so nice to discover um i Neat. yeah i'll I, have to check that out i wasn't out. like a huge mandy mm-hmm. moore fan i at all i knew of her you know mm-hmm. um she was big right about when i was in high school coming out of high school but mm-hmm. it's so it's so fun to hear a pop song on acoustic guitar sometimes but also hearing mm-hmm. the original singer singing it not 
you know, some uh, drunk guy in a bar who who thinks he's the <laughs> next uh, Neil Young or something. Um, mm. So, and because that's and Dawes is a very Americana, Bruce Springsteen ish type band. So, um, I don't know. It, I'll, I'll post a, a link to a couple of the songs, but it was just such a nice 2020 discovery um, music wise. So, sorry, I'll get off of that. That's great. Yeah, no, we're, we're no, that's great. We're, great recommendation. Uh, we're gonna get into my maybe my favorite subject, television, Ryan. What were, yeah. what were your shows? What was your yeah. favorite thing about TV? There was a lot. There was a lot. And normally, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like normally I'm more of a movie guy. But like Jen said, I, I'm I'm also like a theater person. Me and my wife, Rebecca, Dick. we <laughs> we uh, in the the olden times, we would go <laughs> see a movie like every week in the theater. And now that that's off the table. Um, I feel like a movie, the movie experience has just changed, and I think it also just kind of coincided with this incredible year of television. So um, good, yeah. And so I, um, you know, some of my favorite. So yeah, what what I'm saying is, I television played a lot bigger role in my life than movies did this year, and I think that, mm-hmm. um, you know that they really hit me a lot harder than my favorite movies did. Um, a few of my favorites, um, you know, Ted Lasso is such like oh, everybody across the board. Like I've yep. never met a person that didn't love that show. It's just so like yep. nice. It's like mm-hmm. the great British bake off <laughs> in like show in like a sports show, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Last Dance, which is pretty much universally beloved uh, documentary mm-hmm. series. Cheer, another universally yeah. loved documentary uh-huh. series. Um, and what we do in the shadows, I know everybody, mm-hmm. uh, I know Jake is also an enormous fan of. Um, but in particular, the Jackie Daytona episode of that is like maybe my favorite piece of content of the year. Um <laughs> But really, it comes down to three shows that all year I've been like, this is what the year in has been about for me. Um, mm-hmm. Unorthodox, the it's a Netflix uh, mm-hmm. show um, about a woman who uh, is coming up in um, the Orthodox Jewish community um, in New York and... Um, tries to break out of that oppressive um, Mm -hmm. system and kind of find her own path and explore her own passions. Um, That show just was like really, really entertaining and gripping and also was a great like um, peek into a whole different culture that, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you don't get often with, with shows um, I hate Susie, which I talked about recently. Another, another, a great HBO Max show. I haven't seen a ton of people talking about it still, but that show is just like incredible, and it totally caught me by surprise. Pretty recently, right? Like, it yeah, just it just came, came out, out maybe yeah. like a a month yep. ago, maybe at um, most, yeah. But but it's one of those that like Becky was just like, hey, um, I heard this is good. Can we watch it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, but sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, good shit. 
And within and we watched the first episode and I'm like, that was pretty good. I'd watch another episode. And by the end of episode two, I'm like, keep it coming. And Mm -hmm. it that show just absolutely destroyed me. And speaking of destroying me, my number one show of the (laughs) year is I May Destroy You, Um, which that was just life changing. Um, And, you know, it's that show is unbeatable. I think that's better than any movie of the year. I think that's the gold standard Mm -hmm. for pop culture this year. That's one we're saving. We're saving for when we can seriously sit down and, you know, focus on it, maybe crank it out in, in, mm-hmm, in three right. four days yeah we don't want to yeah get, it's heavy though well, that's I, I i would almost say get distracted though i would almost say i yeah yeah i i would almost say it would be perfect to watch in like pairs do like episode one and two then like wait a few okay. days okay. then do three and four mm-hmm. then wait a few days you know watching it all in in a row might be like uh intense well, unfortunately the, the, it's a scheduling yeah. thing mm-hmm. you know Sure. You know how mm-hmm. it is. That makes sense. Yep, I do. <laughs> got to get it got to get it yeah. in where you can. No, no, we're talking about pop culture. Sorry. <laughs> uh Jen, did you, you now I know you had a big TV year, right? I did. Yeah. It's hard it was hard to like pick a favorite favorite um some that I really loved this year and um hope for more of I loved the great on Hulu, um, starring Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, uh, about Catherine the Great, kind of similar in style to the favorite, the Oscar-nominated movie uh, last year, two years ago. Um, a lot of the same people involved in that, um, including Nicholas Holt, but uh, very funny, super like fresh and original, and just a blast from like start to finish. Uh, you learn a little bit about the uh, you know courts of Russia. Mm-hmm. And Catherine the Great, but it's fun, it's exciting, um, laugh out loud, funny, sexy, all the great things. Really loved that. Um, we're about halfway through, and because of scheduling issues, but really enjoying the flight attendant mm-hmm. um, on HBO Max. Just, just another like fun, smart show. I'm so excited that you know people who have already watched it say it wraps up really well too. And so it's nice to have TV that's just fun. That's, that's you know? the that's the Kaylee Kaylee Cuckoo Bird, right? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So, yep. I love that she's kind of getting to come into her own more too. She didn't just she's not just starring in this. Like she produced it. She got the book and says, "Let's make this a TV show." Quick, quick, um, fifteen seconds, and nobody mm-hmm. else will understand. But I don't care. You get to hear a little inside pool. Would uh, <laughs> uh, Penny and Leonard? Uh, be a better couple than uh, Sheldon and Amy in, in in February. If if it's only one oh. per show. You're right. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Oh. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I, I never watched I, the I know, show. Really. I, I I know who Sheldon is. How can we How can we do yep. this? And uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> talk more. So, uh, I thought I had you there. Um, sorry. No, I, I mean, mean, I to... never really watched it. I, I guess Penny and Leonard—they seem seem to like each other more than Amy and Sheldon okay. ever did. I don't know. <laughs> it... I watched a couple episodes here all... and there of that one. All right, uh, Sa- Sam and Diane, or, or Sam and, and Mrs. What? What's her name? 
and Kirstie Alley. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, Sam and Diane. Okay. There, there we go. Oh. Now everybody. <laughs> There's really a reason John Cougar Mellencamp wrote a song about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, uh, so, oh. again. Oh, God, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, getting... you're not done. Yeah. You hey, got a hey. lot. You got a lot. I do. I have one and a half more. All right. So my other, my last, like honorable mention, is not laugh out loud funny, um, but still a great show. My husband and I le- led to a lot of like interesting discussions too like after the show um i really loved normal people also on hulu um it's set in ireland it was a fantastic book too one of my favorite books i read and a really nicely done adaptation of a book which is so rare um and so yep just kind of following these two people through high school and college and kind of graduate school after there and how they kind of come in and out of each other's lives um really beautifully done and beautifully acted and Plus, you've got these gorgeous Irish accents to listen to mm-hmm. the whole time. So highly recommend Normal People. But I have to say my favorite show of all was Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it just like started off interesting and then went in a different direction than you think it's going to. You kind of think you know what it's going to be from that first episode. It's not really at all Um I said many times when we were doing our horror bracket that horror is not like my genre. Um, And so I wasn't super excited about a show that's really about horror. And I never, you know, read any Lovecraft or anything like that. So you don't need to have that background. Um, But each episode kind of focuses on a different type of horror. And, but it's really character driven. The overarching story is surprising and, yeah, characters that you don't like leave behind, okay. really. So nice, highly that, recommend it. Loved, loved it, that, and it just that, kept getting better. That one is like an extension of my list. I, <laughs> it was like I would have put it on my list, but I'm like I already have too much. I need to just stop. Yep. <laughs> but that that was one of my favorite shows of the year too. Okay, that was definitely event or like uh, appointment yeah. TV. There you go. Yeah, for this year, that yeah. that was one mm-hmm. of the only shows where it was like. It's Sunday night. New Lovecraft we, Country. Yep. We totally did too. Yep. Man, I thought I thought you guys were going to have a little more fun with the interpretation of these categories, though. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, great. It, again, very good list. But so for TV for me this year, it, it a few things I want to highlight. I want to say, uh, and Ryan, you kind of already brought it up with what we do in the shadows. Uh, FX just continues to crank out bangers um i really loved Mm -hmm. dave on fx this year awesome Mm i i i I really i i Mm -hmm. I never i i didn't finish it the 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 last two episodes are the best too yeah i need to get back to it because i was really enjoying that show. such a good show Uh, and uh devs was really fun viewing um wasn't super popular out there but um little nick offerman in that fargo um Maybe a little bit of a down mm-hmm. season, but again, F- FX still, still has Archer, um, just all these great shows. What we do in the shadows is just so for for comedy television. It's it's up there with the the, the pinnacle. Um, so FX just having a great year. But also the thing I loved uh, most about television in 2020 uh, finales. I mean, I don't love finales, but yeah. Man, it, mm-hmm. So, and I narrowed it down cause there was a bunch of shows that actually had their finales in 2020, but, um, I narrowed it down to three that just really nailed it. Went out on top. Uh, the good place 
yeah, uh, pretty much stuck the landing with, with their finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already talked about it on this podcast. Schitt's Creek nailed it. Oh, nailed I it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, well, too I, sad that it exists. I, I understand, but I will say that <laughs> they do it justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, this one's a little bit more personal, but um, my my favorite probably probably my favorite cartoon and one of my favorite shows of all time, Bojack Horseman. Uh, ended this year and mm-hmm. um t- to me it is just uh it's a really it's a tough show to watch at some points it's also super super hilarious don't get me it really it gives you the absolute highest of highs with their jokes um but they're the lowest of lows with the the reality of their gut punches that mm-hmm. they deliver um and um it it just really is an honest a really honest show to me and it was i was sad to see it go but i really thought again they they ended it in in a proper way um uh not mm-hmm. everybody was happy with the ending so uh finales for 2020 and maybe we can awesome finale mm-hmm. get this year over <laughs> so um yeah uh real you know we'll go through ryan what just pop culture wise or anything uh, about the year what what was your favorite? 2020 was the year of TikTok. It was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, it's been, um, it's kind of like the new way of like discovering music. It's the new way of like getting your music out there. Um, it's, it's kind of the, obviously the new like preferred social media platform for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, the fact that it had such a huge influence on American culture to the point where, like, the fucking president tried to have it banned, like, tried to shut down (laughs) TikTok (laughs) is insane. Like, that shows you how powerful it was this year, you know? Just chalk it up as another failure. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's been so much fun. Um, It's been so much fun kind of be being on that platform this year during the early part of the of the quarantine that was kind of my first right when we went on lockdown I said I'm going to make one TikTok video I held up my my prompts and that I you know there were definitely days where I didn't want to but <laughs> I was just like this is my job I don't have a job right now mm-hmm. so my job is I have to come up with one new TikTok video every day and that was kind of that got me through those first like couple of months. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. TikTok played a really important part in my life this year. And, you know, it's Becky now is way more into TikTok than I ever mm-hmm. was. And. She, yeah. Yep. She's she will. It, she'll every day like oh my send me at least she's, two or three tiktoks she's always talking she, about she's different just tiktoks like, or sending them to me for me to not watch like flipping through tiktoks all day <laughs> i will eventually and watch them, um yeah it's just a really fun platform and like really fresh voices and yeah mm-hmm. Speaking of jobs uh, and daily things do not start a uh, snl character parody account on twitter that is uh that's a 24-hour job right there. <laughs> Got to get those likes. No, I right, I do and I I did 
really enjoy your TikToks at the beginning of quarantine. I didn't download the app. I let I let all of Kaylee's information get stolen, <laughs> and I watched I watched them through through her. But um, yes, you you did a fine fine job of Thank providing you. us with wonderful entertainment, like you now like you now continue to mm-hmm, do on a weekly basis. It's, it's not daily anymore. You just just weekly. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you for that. Je- yep. Now, now I just make hour long TikToks <laughs> with you guys every week. Just what was your uh, just anything? My other y'all for me, twenty twenty was the year of house plants. So I've never had a green thumb or cared about plants, but since this summer, I didn't get to spend time with my actual friends very much. I got very attached to the plants that I put like on my like back patio mm-hmm. and my front porch. And so I've been trying to keep them alive, like into the winter too. So now they're all houseplants and it's been something. And then I've discovered this Facebook group, which is a wonderful Facebook group called I'm High. And these are houseplants and it's delightful. It's mostly people who like to smoke weed and then they're showing pictures of their plants (laughs) and taking pictures with them. And they're talking about their plants and it's, it's been great. So, uh, so 2020 year of the house plants for me and for other people too. This is not like a me alone thing yeah. getting way too attached to plants. So I'm I'm more than happy to help you, and I I'm not surprised because I'll tell you tell you what just because I mm-hmm. I know stuff about farming, not because I know stuff about other things. Whatever it is, they're feeding their plants. It's very good for all plants. So any advice <laughs> okay. any advice that <laughs> they give you, you do not need to be growing illegal substances to take their advice. Um, <laughs> yes, but if you if you need anything, I actually it's so funny you brought that up. I have some, so it's December twenty eighth. We're in the middle of mm-hmm. winter here in Minnesota. I've got some green beans growing in my window right oh, now. <laughs> oh, awesome! <laughs> so I will uh, more than it. And uh, two years ago, I had strawberry plants in my window, and I actually was able to pick like four strawberries in January. <laughs> Oh, so, fun. Always oh, have cool. it happy. I'll have to, yeah. I love your Take other. Take your brain a little bit about my plants sometimes. I will be more than happy to help you. Um, <laughs> what a great, great other. Uh, just, but not as good as the others. But no, better than the others from Lost because those and, guys were mean. Yeah. And did, did you guys hear now Donald Trump is trying to outlaw house plants? <laughs> <laughs> just just sure. another failure. Going to write an executive order about it. Trying, yep. to get, trying to get as many failures as possible right before the end. Yep. Um, maybe I'll make that my... No, that won't be my other. Um, <laughs> quick things. I, I loved the NBA bubble. Man, the NBA <laughs> bubble was fun. I know, Ryan, you get a kick out of the NBA. Um, but it was weird of a year as this has been. And I know a lot of us have disagreeing um, views on a lot of different things and, you know, some to crazy, crazy points where a lot of us have had to maybe cut people out of our lives or unfriend on Facebook, if you will. The thing I've loved most about this year and exponentially, especially you two, is I've realized I I didn't have to do that as much as I thought I would. I've had to cut some people Mm -hmm. out too. I've had to unfriend somebody, but I, I've always been very self-conscious about um, how I make decisions and, and you know, my judgment uh, of the, the, my surroundings. And it, it's felt good knowing that I've surrounded myself with good people, mm-hmm. with people that 
and I don't mean like I agree with in like a cultish or mob sort of way, but people that also empathize in the same way that I do. Um, damn it. I'm not, I'm not trying to be weird here, but I absolutely love you too. <laughs> I love doing this podcast and just realizing that I've got all these great people around me is kind of been mm-hmm. the one thing keeping me going this entire mm-hmm. year. So that that's my other. I love it. It, it looks like I I, fought, I I like the right music and and the right actors because all of the people in in Hollywood and and in the music industry that I like, none of them have done shitty things. None of them have been <laughs> Van Morrison. So <laughs> it, it it again, you know, as somebody who is very self conscious about their decisions, it's it's been reaffirming in this really really shitty year. Um, to, to mm-hmm. see that so it, thank you too also uh, it's it's been awesome doing this back at you sorry back to get, at you yeah not, not trying to get weird mm-hmm. but it's it's just no been... emotions aren't weird it's okay to have no, emotions no, right, jake. right right oh yes i'm not saying that the emotions are weird men just, cry too jake i cry <laughs> i cry so getting back to my music I, I i went back and watched a few of those videos and i cried at one of the songs it's definitely okay to cry <laughs> it's okay to have a good and this is a great year to have a good cry so it was that. a good year yeah <laughs> and get a dog or a cat or any animal go adopt mm-hmm. an animal just make sure they're spayed or neutered uh we've we <laughs> we've wasted a lot of time here let's really quickly get to the reason why we're here to talk about the current tournament Oh, sorry, oh, Ryan, yeah. Ryan, you got one. One second. No, real quick. I, I need to go get my computer charger. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> my computer is dying. Wait, no. So we'll, if, if you guys, we'll if you guys want to keep, if you guys just want to fill, I'll be right back. Yeah. Um, it's Jen, how was space? <laughs> um, cold. Did, did you see the planets and aligning? I kept looking for George Clooney. Apparently he keeps being up there, but I could not find him <laughs> again. How many space movies is George Clooney going to do? I know. Well, it's these two. I haven't seen Midnight Sun. I'm pretty sure he goes into space. Or Midnight Something, rather. Midnight Sky? That's the new one with mm-hmm. him? That's yeah, exactly Midnight Something, rather. George Clooney is the Kevin Costner of space movies. Yes. To sports yeah. movies? Is George that, Clooney is to space how, movies as Kevin Costner is, yep, to sports movies. Hmm. We want to write that as an SAT question. <laughs> I think I think we can make that happen. I'm on the mm-hmm. SAT board. <laughs> oh, not anymore. I'm not supposed to say anything. God damn it. <laughs> so. The top secret. We're... We're back. Shady's back. Yep. Tell a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Ring, ring. Hello? Shady's back. (laughs) um, We are here to talk about a tournament, right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think think this is is the best of episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to say... There's also a tournament going on. <laughs> yes. All right. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna not go in the normal direction. We'll we'll save um, for uh, what we were doing before. Oh my gosh! Now I'm losing battery. So we'll go quick. Um, we had the uh, the Christmas song 
uh, versus uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going on today. Uh, I think uh, the Christmas song is probably dominating here. I, do we expect anything less? It was last time I looked. I will say I roasted chestnuts, not over an open fire, but on a grill, like mm-hmm. right above an open fire. and They did not taste great. Gotcha. <laughs> Good to know. Thanks for yeah. taking one for the team there. <laughs> <laughs> And I follow like directions and everything, and we're like, well, I mean, these are edible, but I don't know if they're good. So I could understand why squirrels like them. Yeah, absolutely. I could understand why people like them in like the 1800s. <laughs> Speaking of 1800s, I just watched Back to the Future Three, and uh, no chestnuts. Mm-hmm. I could see why they would like chestnuts back then. You would think yeah. they didn't really have anything uh-huh. else to eat. Yeah, um, they don't have ice cream, so chestnuts it is. <laughs> Ryan, I'm sure you see this the same way. The, the Christmas song, it, it's a yeah. it's a good representation as a final four. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, this is a classic. Let's bring it, bring it to the final four. Um, yep. Over on the other side uh, tomorrow, or well, when people will be listening to this yesterday, DeLoreans. Um, we have the chipmunk song uh, versus have yourself a merry little Christmas. Uh, I don't know if any of us were going to guess that the chipmunk song was going to be in the elite eight when we looked at the full yeah. list, but they, they probably had, uh, I don't want to say the easiest uh, journey there, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was a, they didn't have to go up against uh, any like super heavyweights. Yeah. No. No. So, but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll they'll surprise us. Maybe three little varmints will surprise us. But I see this. <laughs> I see this as being "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Yeah, representing that. That hopefully, if they're lucky, the chipmunks will get some chestnuts out of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that. It'll be their parting gift. Alvin really just wants that hula hoop. (laughs) He does. I don't think he's going to be happy with chestnuts. Um, True. I I thought it was going to be a closer matchup, and and maybe it really was. Just so many people slightly fell onto that other side, but rocking around the Christmas tree, just dominating uh, Run Rudolph Run. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Chuck Berry, he brought it in Back to the Future, but mm-hmm. did not bring it into the Jingle Jams tournament. Now couldn't take down Brenda Lee. Coming on strong. I'm nope. happy about this. I, th- this is a, a random... I wouldn't have guessed either of these songs would be in the Elite Eight. Most Wonderful Time of the Year versus Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. This is a pretty random uh, pairing yeah. for, for mm-hmm. a, a Elite Eight match, but... I, they're both good songs. They're both classics. I'm I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we discussed it on the last episode. So you know, voting wise, I can believe it. But most wonderful time of the year beating Christmas baby, please come home. It just yeah boggles that was my a hard mind. One. I agree. It, it, most wonderful. It's just such a no offense, but it's such a dorky song. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm actually I'm looking forward to Ryan's rewrite and re-release of this song. It, yeah, maybe at least twenty percent less dorky, Ryan. 
(laughs) Can you do that for me? Mm -hmm. Uh, So we saved the best for last, or maybe the worst for last. I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. Um, But uh, yesterday, we had Mm -hmm. All I Want for Christmas is You from Mariah Carey. Going up against This Christmas, originally from Donny Hathaway. Mm-hmm. And this one went down to the wire. Ryan, do you want to give us the, the results here, or the answer? Yep. So uh, Instagram, uh, Donny Hathaway won by two. Um, in Twitter, Donny Hathaway won by four. And in Facebook, Mariah Carey won by eight. So yeah. that means Mariah Carey won by two. Which Ooh, so close. Was a bummer for me. But uh and you know, I think there there are a lot of people who, who are bummed out about that just because mm-hmm. this Christmas is such like an emotional song and I think there are a lot of people who loved it and a lot of people who are kind of like meh on all I want for Christmas is you. That being said, this is what we were expecting to be in the final four. This feels like twenty sixteen when this all started. Over again. So Uh, this I I think this is where it really is going to get interesting is if it is all I want for Christmas is you versus chestnuts roasting yeah uh, that's going to be a battle for the ages that would be interesting yeah I feel like all I want for Christmas is you is has this like growing backlash so Mm -hmm. we'll see uh, like the next match I think what happens with that because i think people are getting angry as it's taking down some of their favorites it, it's like the new baby it's cold outside <laughs> mm-hmm. there, there's no people are just building in controversy to it yeah like there's yeah. no actual like creepiness no. people are just like it this song might be a little we creepy create creepiness right? out of it. <laughs> like she's obsessed the only thing she, she's yeah. willing to give up all these other things just for this what do we do we even know that she knows this guy maybe she's a stalker <laughs> well i think one of the best memes i've seen about it is they're like Maracar is starting off saying i don't really want a lot for christmas and then ending with all i want for christmas is you is a really cold diss that, that's a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh nice <laughs> she also says i i i don't even something about i don't i don't even care if it snows or something like that like mm-hmm. i i won't even ask for snow which to me i take as meaning she's pro global warming there you go no 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 no. she she's saying she's got her mm-hmm. own cocaine and she's not gonna ask you <laughs> to bring her more cocaine <laughs> that's what that yeah means. it's hollywood speak she doesn't no, need she doesn't need it hollywood speak <laughs> yeah Oh boy, yeah. I don't know. You know, from this point, I, I really, I, I think, like you said, Ryan, that that semifinal Christmas song versus Mariah Carey would be a match for the ages. Um, I think right now on the other side, it's it's have yourself a merry little Christmas. It's it, that's the song yeah. that's got the best chance to be in the finals, I think. But I, I I'm gonna be yeah. voting for Brenda Lee the rest of the way. <laughs> hopefully hopefully two more times because you know <laughs> as as much as i wish other songs were still alive it's it's going to be brenda lee all day so 
Nobody oh. does it like Brenda Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I we we should figure out a way to cross cross that over. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? Pick to win it, Ryan. Oh boy, I'm gonna go with "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Okay. I'm gonna go with Christmas song. Parentheses, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Well, I really hope either of those two win, but uh, just to be different, I'm going to stick with my girl, Brenda <laughs> Lee. I mean, she, oh. she was 13 when she recorded that song. Oh, wow. 13. <laughs> those are some pipes. Give that girl a, a raise. I don't know. It, I, I just money. have to say this. Really quick, and then we can bounce. Uh, okay. I was I was talking to my dad about this tournament, and I was like, "Yeah, it was such a bummer. Um, all I want for Christmas beat uh, this Christmas by two votes." And he's like, "Oh man, that seems crazy. I can't believe that that would beat it." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, I mean, it was a big song, you know, Mariah Carey yeah. and whatever." And he's like. Oh, he's like, that makes more sense. I thought you were talking about all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> two front teeth. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be upsetting. We we should have put, you know what? We should have included it and just put it up against Mariah Carey in the first round, yeah. hoping people would get confused. We, yeah. we, yeah. we should have <laughs> taken Republican election tactics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all my Republican friends. <laughs> Who you're no longer friends with in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just kidding. Um, cool. That's the episode. That was a fun one. It was. Yeah. You guys got anything else? Ryan, was that your only New Year's resolution? Yeah, more or less. You know, I... I uh... 1080p. 1080p, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think that that's about it. I I think that I've really, I've really been working on, uh, I've really been working on like understanding my, uh, my strengths and like, um, and understanding my value, Mm -hmm. um, over the Mm -hmm. last few months. And I'm, I'm bringing that into 2021. Nice. But it's not really like a. A resolution per se it's just something mm-hmm. that i'm really coasting on right now i i know we got we've all got a lot of personal friends uh, in this group and hopefully we've all got a lot of personal friends listening to this episode for those of you who don't know ryan as i've known him for the last 15 years this guy is a fucking superstar so um <laughs> when, when he recommends mm-hmm. something when he brings that energy you bet you best listen uh jen you got a you got a new year's resolution um, keep my kid and my house plants alive. <laughs> That's pretty much it. It's uh, a good one. Uh, and we, <laughs> I gotta say, we've mentioned it on the pod before. Um, but, uh, well, first of all, I'll say I'm so glad that, uh, through this, Ryan has brought Jen into my life. But also, what I wanted to say is, uh, Jen, mm-hmm. Jen is right. an educator, she's a teacher, and literally, uh, you know, falls into that very small group of people that actually keep us going no offense but your, op- your <laughs> office job is meaningless 
uh, whatever it is, like Jen is really one of our heroes out there in the world. And I'm so, thank you. (laughs) So happy to have her be a part of all of this. Um, my, so I apologize. I've already kind of gotten started on my new year's resolution. Um, and it, and I almost, I kind of started at the beginning of quarantine and fell off very quickly, but, um, I'm, I'm going to make sure I, I'm more, uh, athletic um i've always been one who i like to lift weights but i don't do any aerobic exercise i've done four straight days on the treadmill already and i'm going to keep that going i'm going to try and eat a little better i don't really like my vegetables um but so i'm going to try to find (laughs) ways to include more vegetables in my diet so that uh, i can live a little longer and keep doing this with you two um, you guys aren't going to kill me yet. I, I guarantee you. So I got a treadmill for Christmas. Yay! So now we'll have to like find an app and compete or something. <laughs> nice. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll be treadmill buddies. Uh, well, my, my goal is just how many I, so I always set the incline to super high and I don't go too fast, but I just want to see how many, how many vertical <laughs> feet I can get. Uh, oh, maybe fun. I can get a mile. We'll see. But, um, <laughs> huh, I, it, you know, this episode ran a little long, but I think we should end the year on a strong note. So, um, you know, looking forward to a better 2021, as I think everybody is and everybody who listens to this podcast or any other podcast is doing so. Huzzah. Huzzah. Yes. Huzzah. Well, uh, for the final time in this year uh, of our Lord Grogu. 2020 (laughs) thank you all so so much and for everybody in the pop tournaments world please keep on voting and keep on popping (laughs) (laughs) 